Hi, I'm Ron Coleman, a partner in the Dillon Law Group, social media legend and free speech enthusiast. When I started the Coleman Nation podcast in the spring of 2021, its focus was on free expression and censorship on the internet. But as important as that subject is to me, which is very important, I felt hemmed in in the podcast. I wanted to spend more time talking to the interesting people I've met in my legal and free speech work without feeling a need to have them all make the same point. So I culminated the first series of the podcast and have started the second series. I hope you'll enjoy these conversations as much as I have recording them. Hello, culminators. I am really excited. You knew I was going to say that, right? But you know, to be fair, when I say that, you realize I'm almost never excited. It's just something that you know that you say. But I am as pleased, though. I'm pleased because because today, joining us on the podcast, besides this wayward collar, is the one and only Carpy Dunkdom. Uh, how you doing, Ron? Logan Cook. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? This is you, right? This is you. This is one of yours. Yeah, that was this that is, was the first one I ever did. That was my guess, ladies and gentlemen. How President Trump plays the media by the great Carpy Dunkdom. Oh, I guess there's no music because it's YouTube. But we we all we all know this from Bugs Bunny, right? And uh, you know we, you want to hum along with it? You remember what the music was? <laughs> It's it's a lot it's a lot of opera sound. I, I don't know that you want me to do yeah. that. <laughs> Logan Cook, American, right. no special rank, no special training, just the guy who gets gets the internet, has a great sense of humor. Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna throw up another one of one of my favorite of your great hits. This was of course the big. The big hit for you, and this is from, I think, your YouTube page. And no, it, I, it's so big. It's so overwhelming, the screen, and I'm not going to use it. Okay. So <laughs> let's go back here. Let's share that puppy. And here we are. Okay. So this was so well-received by right. in Trump land that you got a tweet from a very, very, very big twitter account yeah uh yeah trump tweeted this about i don't know five or six times at least five or six his, times. it was like his go-to whenever he was mad at the media or, <laughs> or whatever he would just pull that one up and because it did make the, it did make their heads explode i think we can all agree right that that was yeah a, there was a there was a there was a, a an interaction with uh trump and uh i believe it was the new york times guys who were uh, saying, are you really going to be president forever? Does, do you think you're going to be president forever? While he's trying to get onto uh, the helicopter on on the front lawn or the back lawn. So, In fact, and isn't it true? Isn't it true, Mr. Cook, <laughs> that Donald Trump was so impressed with your, what we now know to be, despite the allegations to the contrary, <laughs> uncompensated, uncoordinated, unofficial, support on twitter 
that he um, gave you a super special opportunity, you and your family. What do we got here? He did. Uh, that is uh, that is me and my wife, and my son is right there in the foreground, uh, and my two daughters, and then my other son is behind me there, but he's a baby. But uh, yeah, we uh, we took a, a trip to the Oval Office and spent some time in there. Also, on the left there is uh, uh, my friend Mad Liberals, uh, which you might recognize. Oh, there he is, right? Yeah, yep. Him and his and his mother were there as well. So, and um, we spent yes, half hour there. Beautiful. That must have been incredible for you and for the it kids. Was, it was crazy. Yeah, and you know what? I uh, I don't have a really good memory of it because it was it was just I think it was a little overwhelming. Oh, in other words, you don't have a you don't have a, a clear memory of it. Yeah, it's not like like I have I have memories from it, but it's not it's not as clear as as you would want. You know, it, it was a, such a short amount of time. You'd think you could remember everything. Yeah, how long was it? How long were you in and out? It was like it was like 30, 35 minutes, something like that. It was a long time in the Oval Office. So you know, did you yeah, did you come away from that meeting with? A, a different sense of, of of who the president was, or was it? Hey, he's, guys, he's a professional, a professional. You know, he's basically a show business personality. He's half an hour with him; he can put on any face he wants. What did you feel like? You got a sense? Well, you know, I I felt like I felt like he was he was just as you had imagined he would be. Like it, there, there didn't seem to be like a you know the you might meet some people they're super nice on camera and then they're sort of cold in in uh, in person. Well, that was like when you and I met in person, right? right. We, we, we instantly froze. Uh, we, there was really no warmth or affection whatsoever. That would be right. Well, I mean, I mean, but that's obviously we, we've maintained that level of relationship. Yeah. Which is very special. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I, I honestly think that he was exactly how I imagined he'd be. I mean, down to, I think even in that picture, he's doing the, He's got his hands like this, you know, and he's he's you can just tell that he's telling a story right in the middle of that picture, which he is, I'm sure. And I, I mean, so you were at the social you were at the social media. Um, right. Uh, yeah. Thinking. That's where we first met that that weekend. That that's, was what I, that's what I thought. As a son of a gun. I'm trying to log into the time. So so that I mean, that was such an incredible experience. That was in July of uh, 2019. Oh, 2019. 2019. So we actually yeah. we actually thought at the time that there was some chance that something good might happen for <laughs> uh, for the social on the social media scene. And that we were so young and naive then. You know, do you doubt it that, that we have aged? Tr New York Times. Trump rolls out the red carpet for right-wing social media trolls. <laughs> trolled the New York Times. Now, now th was this before or after your visit? This was after, right? Uh, this was the week after. The week after. Yeah, it was. So you, it was a big week. That was such an incredible trip. That was such an incredible experience. And I'll, you know, I'll. I got invited because of. Uh, because of Ali. Yeah. And I knew Ali. Well, I knew Ali for years. And before he became public enemy number one, he was just kind of a guy who no one really quite figured out how he made a living, but he seemed to always be in the mix of things. 
And that is still true. Um, he's not a criminal. And but he 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 felt strongly. I, I, he had some influence at the White in the White House at that time. I don't know who his people were. I, you know, this stuff eludes me. Yeah. I, I'm I'm never I'm never connected. That's what Harmeet does in our firm. Being connected is what Harmeet does, but her interests in being connected are very different in, uh, from mine. Um, that was the first time I met her as well. Uh, I believe that we we sat oh, yes. in a room beforehand um, with several other people. And yes, actually, that was the first, he, she and I uh, had never met either. And um, this is the the famous Harmeet Dillon tweet after I sent her. But just guys, you don't mind if we just discuss all the times here, right? No, um, it's fine. So this this is Harmeet's tweet back when she liked me. <laughs> a couple of because she she wasn't my partner yet a couple of civil rights lawyers walk into the white house and dot 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 ron colin mm, right. and that was uh you know we because we had worked together either indirectly and a little bit directly for years but right. the first time we had met in person and when she got up there on the stage when we were all in the room i personally wanted to strangle her because <laughs> I wanted to be the guy on the stage. Right. And watching the fact that she's the hyper committed, hyper connected um, international figure make her any better than me. Uh, well, might probably because she's the hyper committed, hyper connected international figure, but fine. Um, <laughs> she's the regular, the, the regular guest on, on Tucker Carlson, right? She, well, that was before she, I mean, she has absolutely, I mean, wow, that has become right? such a, such a thing in any event. Um, it was a it was a super cool weekend, and we really did think. I mean, and the president even sort of suggested that some kind of initiative, some kind of protection, some kind of pressure yeah. would come to protect people from what ultimately happened to you. Okay, let's now take a step back before I get to what happened to you, which. Mm -hmm. Again, I, I do to... want to mention. Do you remember the sort of ominous tone, though there there was in that that meeting as well? Ominous um, coming from him, or ominous no, coming among... coming from Dan Crenshaw? Do you remember Dan Crenshaw speaking? Yes, I. And do. he got up there and basically said, "Hey, you guys need to suck it up. It's not that bad." You know, I don't remember that. <laughs> that That's what I remember. And, and that, you consider that to have been ominous. Well, ominous, was, in other words, in retrospect, it's ominous because you yeah. see what he was really about. Right. And but he got up there and, and he basically just he's in a room full of people that are surviving on the Internet. And he's basically like, you guys just need to suck it up. It's it's, it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. <laughs> and that cemented my dislike for for Crenshaw. But did you already have a certain suspicion about his reliability? Well, I don't make judgments until somebody actually shows me, you know, like I'll, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt. And I was still giving him the benefit of the doubt at, at that time, but wasn't too long after that. Go ahead. Go ahead. He said, well, let's take a step back before yeah. you became the wicked meme master and, and what, what is, what's the word again? Um, Doctor, the doctorer. <laughs> Doctor, right. is it Doctor Rur or Doctor Rur? Um, I don't think it's been clearly defined, but it's it's the Doctor of videos. I think right, is, is video doctor, media media doctor, 
and misinformationist. What'd you do all day? Um, well, like, it depends on how far back you want to go. Like, I used to work at Sears. I used to be a, a ma- like a, a department manager in, in Sears for Which about department? five, six years. Um, several departments. I did like tools. And then I also did like, uh, I'm glad to hear. I want, I wanted to hear tools because for me, that was the only reason to go to Sears. Right. I mean, and of course suits for court, nothing, you know, no, no special, uh, media training, no special marketing. How did you stumble into becoming a, a meme guy? Um, I think sort of by accident, um, you know, I, I, I actually, I would say honestly, so I, I played kickball. Have right? you I been played... dishonest until just now? Just are, It's okay. Are, but am I, I protected by attorney client privilege here? Oh can yeah, I, sure. I... No, no, this, no, listen, no one watches these. Okay. So this is entirely private between us. <laughs> um, I think that uh, when I used to play adult kickball. So adult kickball is basically no like clothing, adults. Right? No, you you wear clothes. Oh, because usually adult means dirty. No, ad- adult means uh, you can drink beer and all that stuff. And fouling is allowed. Well, in, there's not a lot of opportunity to foul in kickball. But... No, there really isn't. Or <laughs> I mean, the idea. I mean, really, think, now that I think about it, the idea of adult, and you use the same kind of rubber. Yeah, it's it's the ball. same as kickball, but you can you can drink and you're you're an adult. Okay, go so, on, go so, on. So, so I, I played that for several years during the summer, and I started doing some funny stuff with people would take pictures, and I would just I would Photoshop the pictures, and I would make all the rest of my teammates laugh, you know. And then the election started going on, like you know, 2016, 2015, and I started getting more involved in. Uh, in politics again and um i just i sort of thought hey i could do the same thing that i was doing with that and make people on the internet laugh so you were just you're someone who was always comfortable with the technology you're an early adopter you right you, you download an you download an app and just figure out how to use it really well, i had twitter since 2008 so that, i mean that was pretty early on yeah that's uh, a year before me yeah, it's 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 a year after the the thing started, and I I didn't have it before that because I didn't really understand it, but I figured it out, and I really didn't use it much until you know 2015. I got started with images, and oh, then static and images. then I or static images, and then yeah. I, I I realized that I could also do editing of videos, and that's that's when I I think that's when I really came into into my own there is when I started doing that. And, you know, that, that first video that you showed the, the maestro one took me probably a month because I was doing it all frame by frame. Cause I didn't have good software yet. So. That, so I, sorry. Right, so explain to me what you, what you were, what you used when you, when you like, you're doing it frame by frame using what at that time? I was using GIMP, which is basically free. Yeah, it's free uh, Adobe Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And I found a plugin where you could import a video and all of the frames and you could just move between the frames. And so I was going in there with just like a you know cutout of a head and moving it around and then erasing part of it and then going on to the next frame and doing the same oh thing. Oh my gosh. That so. took you, you said you, that, that probably took you about a month, right? 
it was yeah it was like three weeks and, and it was intensive three weeks it was like eight hours a day for three weeks and then you figured out there's got to be a bit you, you said to yourself there's got to be a better then i way. found out then i found after effects and that that changed that changed everything there so having after effects enable it makes it easier to do video memes well it's real it's real video editing editing software you know got it's it. it's it's and, real stuff and you taught yourself yeah yeah i i got that and started working on it you you can learn anything you want to learn on youtube or any anywhere on the internet true um, although you have to have a certain amount of patience well you you i found you know you learn one thing at a time so you know for this video this is what i want to do so I learn how to do that. And then the next video, I take what I learned from before. And I say, well, now I want to add this to it. And you learn how to do that. And then, you know, do that a hundred times and you've got a hundred new skills. And those skills, it turns it turns out, did you think that they might actually lead you to being able to make a living from doing this kind of thing or, or at least contribute to making a living? No, not, <laughs> that, that not, was for, not, some, not for a second. No, that was not something I thought about at all. Why not? Um, Why the hell I, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I just didn't consider it. It was just a, it was a hobby. It was something that I thought was fun. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's still technically a hobby. I, I don't do a lot of, uh, of contract work or anything like that. So, and most of the stuff that, uh, most of the stuff I do anyway, I just do for friends. So, um, they just happen to be more important friends, I guess. So, so where? Well, okay. So you have some. Do you, you have some more important friends now? Okay. Oh, I, I, I've got friends all over the place. Like I, I have, I have a, a ridiculous amount of friends that I never thought I would have before. So even though, so when you were all right. So actually, actually, should make it clear. You got banned from Twitter. I did. And were you banned over the racist baby meme? Was that the, what did it? Yes. Um, the The official story was that I had too many copyright violations. That was the last copyright violation that I had gotten. Um, and and of course we now we know that there was no there was no copyright violation. Yeah, at all. It, in black and white in a in a in a court ruling. So, uh, there wasn't so that yes, the last uh, copyright violation I had was fraudulent, which is what I said right away. Um, but Twitter really didn't give a hoot. They, they well, it, did, it didn't matter because you know, uh, I didn't I didn't use you for this. I think I used a, a different lawyer for it. But I had another I think lawyer. I, I think I think I actually you recommended somebody else to me. Yes, yes, and I think I I think and, I pushed you off. Or, and I, yeah. I did six or seven, um, like officially drafted by a lawyer, counter uh, notices, counter yeah. notices, and uh, they all were ignored. Is that's the thing about Twitter? I mean, I have a, a Twitter, not the thing about Twitter. It's the thing about almost everyone now. My recollection as a as a man of as, as what Rush used to call a seasoned citizen, which is I think mm -hmm. I'm officially becoming about that it, i think of microsoft as the first company that said you're going to pay money for something you need that we're going to sell you 
and have no expectation whatsoever of support. Zero. And of course, Twitter, many people make, you know, say things along the lines of, well, Twitter doesn't charge you anything. Well, doesn't it doesn't charge me money to be a to, to be a user, but it does induce me to come onto its platform to follow a set of somewhat vague but nonetheless spelled out rules that I think I can follow. Right, and if it's someone like you, I'm going to cause a tremendous amount of engagement. I'm going to bring people onto the platform who otherwise might never have come onto the platform because they're hearing about some fun thing that's going on or some newsworthy thing that's going on. I'm going to give all this value away. So that is what we lawyers call consideration. It doesn't have to be money that you take from my account. It just has to be something that I do that you benefit from or something that I refrain from doing that I would have done. Well, you're also the product on social media. And then that's the other point, which is that if you're not paying for it, you're not the customer, you're the product. Right. Um, And I have argued, as you know, that consumer laws should protect users of social media platforms the same way anyone else who asks you to participate in some program for their benefit and induces you, again, to make an investment and to rely on an understanding um, should be protected from having his expectations dashed. Twitter, following this, you know, now 20 some odd years of uh, digital customer relations savvy says we're, we're simply not answerable to you. And right. we'll, we'll interpret the rules the way we want to. We'll ban whom we want to. We will, not ban whom we don't want to not uh, to we whom we don't want to ban. Old news. You and I have you, talked about this a million times. People, you know, in in two years they have not ever responded to me. I filed. I filed like about every two months. I, I'll file an appeal just for fun, and they won't even reject it. They it just it just goes into the ether and disappears. <laughs> they, they they don't even have the. Uh, they don't even want to give me a reason. You know, people get uh, letters and stuff saying, uh, you know, we've we've reviewed your account and we've uh, stuck by our decision. They don't even do that to me. They, they just ignore it and pretend like it didn't happen. Every couple of months you send them your appeal and it just goes off into the ether. They completely ignore it. You're 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 a non-person. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even get a, a, a declination letter or uh they don't they didn't send it back to me and say uh yeah we're sticking by your decision they just it just disappears well that would be like like acknowledging that you're a human being that you know right the, the, what sorry i mean i don't know first of all you're doing other stuff now before we get on to i i, I want to make sure not not to miss this you have your locals page right is, is that sort of is that sort of the um headquarters um, no you know honestly most of most of what i've been doing has been uh stuff on truth i i really don't post much on the locals because i i don't think that there's nothing wrong with the platform i like the platform it's just not i don't think it's really tailor-made for for me because i don't really like to do paid content and i think 
I think that works a lot better for that platform is to, you know, this is a paid only uh, video or this is a paid only podcast or something like that. It's so, really, it's really tricky. The paid content piece, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and I, I have to admit, I haven't gotten the hang of, of even breaking even on any of this stuff. I mean, I do it besides the fact that I have fun and Harmi thinks it's just for, it's for my, you know, self, self, self actualization. Yourself aggrandizing it. <laughs> this is, might be one of the one things that I do that is not for self aggrandizement because <laughs> I am so aggrandized. There's really no room for, for uh, but it, it does. It's good for SEO. It does drive people to, you know, to the profile pages that you need. Right. Um, all right. So what you're telling me that is that you are being based just as you liked Twitter. Right. You like you like um truth social. I do. And uh there you are. I better be one of the people you uh follow. I think I, I, think I am following you. Yeah, okay. I am sure you are. I don't actually oh this follows you. See? Yeah. You're a winner. Um I know. Yes, <laughs> you really are. So such such the winner. I mean, is that the face of a winner? A happy, smiling, you know, Trumpian winner. Okay, so is it worth it? I mean, you're getting enough engagement that that you're at least having fun. I at least get to followers is not for I nothing. at least get to have fun. I on some of the other platforms, I didn't really have fun because I think the engagement is there, and I think that's that's what's missing from a lot of the alt platforms is that you know you get on there and you say something, and even if you say something like really popular, it's just you know there's twenty comments or some or something, or something like that something really optimistic like like this your last <laughs> yeah your last um my uh, last uh thing we want to say tweet don't we we want to say tweet we do um i i do like the fact that you can say um rt when like if, if you're gonna say uh, for retruth you know it's reach retruth so you know i'll give you something though you know what the problem is now what he, what did i do misinformation <laughs> Right. I am, I'm not the, I, I'm just one of the best. Okay. I, 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 that's the problem with this, but I technically, I guess it is, you know, I guess maybe, no. you're, you're in the area of best. How about yeah. That? I'm in best territory. Uh, <laughs> so so I, I guess I, I like to use truth because it's, it is, uh, I do get the engagement. There are some trolls and, and that's something that's missing from the other platforms too, is I really like to engage with trolls. So, so yeah, so 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 the troll stuff is fun, right? And but so people say to me, including people who I work with, why are you bothering? Why are you bothering with that? What do you what do you think you that gets you? What do you think that does for you? And you know, some people knit sweaters, mm -hmm. and some people dance with trolls. Some people, yeah, you know, do do, do to me that's. That's and and by the way, my model for that is Kurt Schlichter. That's I learned from Schlichter before before he knew who I was. Mm -hmm. People sometimes you got to slap down, but punching down is an absolute purpose for punching down. Yeah, there is, and it's I, I there there are a couple things that I really enjoy online. So I re, I really enjoy making a video, having it go viral, and making people laugh. Right, I I enjoy that. I enjoy. Um, having media companies be super mad at me and celebrities. I enjoy that. Um, and then I 
the third thing that I really enjoy is just messing with trolls. And it, it it's not just messing with them because there's also it's it's strategic too, because when you go and you pull a comment out of context and then you put the the quote on top of it, then people follow it back to the original thing. Yes. To find out what the context is. And so if you if you spend all your time fighting with trolls, then people won't follow you because you're annoying. Right. And you're just constantly fighting. But if you pick out a couple trolls on a big post, instead of retweeting yourself all the time, you can just, you can pull out a comment. You can find that bad comment and you can pull that out. And then people right. still go back to the original comment. That's, the original that's, exa- that's exactly right. So you're using reflected light. Right. Instead of the, the original light source. I also am trying to explain to people from the activist point of view, from let's start with the premise. And I think in your case, it's been proved to be hundred percent true that effective social media um, activism is politically meaningful. Yeah. They wouldn't have kicked you off if it were otherwise. And yeah, that's the that's the proof of the of the concept there. Yeah. So there are some people who say, listen, I'm I've got a message. I know what I want to say. And I remember I always remember Will Chamberlain saying, I don't answer trolls. At most I'll block them. That's it. I don't I don't deal with it at all. And that's an approach. But to but I know for a fact that many of the people who follow me want to see how certain especially when there's like an official line that's come out of the DNC or out of the media, an official right. formulation that they're all using. They want to see how someone who is skilled at the controversial arts deals with them because they have to deal with these, you know, one-liners and formulations themselves in real life. Right. And I think people are really grateful to see that someone out there is fighting and also that and this is this goes you know does your wife ever say why do men always feel you know, the whole thing with the aggressive driving right some mm-hmm. guy cuts you off you're probably right. not like this because you're a real laid back guy so yeah, right so she said well listen don't don't get into a fight just let, let us listen i gotta teach him a lesson right i gotta teach him he can't get away with it now, that's kind of asinine chances are really unlike but i do believe that on the internet like all these karens who think they can just jump in on a, you know, on some pre-programmed tweet from Joy Reid or one of these right dum-dums and just say, yeah, Trump, all his, all his supporters are Nazis and racists. And I'll just kind of slide in there and say, so um, what is it you think about uh, me, for example, that that's Nazi-like? What, what is it? What, right. you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, and, and, all of a sudden, they're shocked. They think they think they're in safe territory. Why should you feel that you're in safe territory right. to insult well, millions of your fellow Americans? People want to feel that someone is out there fighting for them, someone with an effective voice. Well, and yeah, I also think people, like you said, like to um, they like to see they like to see people interact. And and you you hit on something there for a second about uh, a, a pre. <laughs> A, a, a you know a pre-posted or you know uh, just a a tweet that that somebody doesn't even make and there's a there's a lot of people out there that 
um, like big influencer type people that don't even really use the platform very much. You know, it's they post from time to time. Um, I would say Jack Posobiec is one that doesn't do that. He posts, I think he posts everything that he does. And you but, know how you can tell is that <clears throat> his friends, he will respond to his friends. Right. Whereas Megan Kelly, who follows me. Right. I can DM her all day long and invite her onto my show. Her people are not responding. I'm not on the list. She follows me. Right. They decided it's worth following me, but not worth responding to my to, to my DMs and my invitations. So that you know that that's one one way to tell them. That, that, you yeah. Know, so, so when you're when you're in the when you're in the fight, you show people that like it's actually you sitting there. You know, and people will be like, "Why did you respond to that guy? He's like three followers." I'm like, I don't care how many followers he has. I, I saw his comment and I wanted to to say something back, or or whatever. But um, I think people do get too comfortable especially well on, on twitter for sure they get too comfortable just going going after sort of these these uh almost robot accounts because you know like like the the brian stelters of the world are are almost robots and and the the people like that that um you know they were told by their boss that they need to post the the link to the article today and this and that and that um and they can get on there and they be like yeah this guy's a nazi this guy's a this guy's this, this guy's that. And there's no pushback from anybody that like has a big voice. I really do think that there is a morale function for our side and people need to, because if, look, the, by and large, with a few exceptions and, and Harmeet is one of them, but the really big leaders in the Republican party, Matt Getz is another exception. Don't, they're not scrappy. They don't get down there and, you know, fight the fight. They right. also are doing the press releases and the, you know, the, the sort of, meh, you know, we're, we're, as, uh, as much as we favor diversity, that's it. Forget you lost me already. You lost me already. I'm not interested. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it really is discouraging for people because remember, social media is what we is is the meat and the dessert. And the vegetables. We're not going to get anything nutritious from the mainstream media at this point. So right. if people don't see the pushback from us. And of course, by they get, you know, getting rid. I mean, listen, what they did to you was just so over the top on in indefensible. I mean, they just they didn't explain. They didn't, like you said, they never they never re reply. So what are you thinking about, you know, in anticipation of what now looks like the likelihood? of elon musk taking over anything unique do you have a do you have any takes on that that everyone else isn't saying um i don't mean anyone else but everyone else well i don't know i don't know if, if he's gonna get, like get my account back or not or what he's gonna do um i mean <clears throat> i am not i'm not one we, we talked about dan crenshaw i i'm not one to make judgments but i'm also not one to trust right away so um, I think I think Elon Musk is sort of all over the place. I think he's got a lot of good. He's had a lot of good uh, moments in the last year, um, you know, communicating with people from across, you know, what we would assume would be across the aisle for him. Um, I, I just don't think anybody actually knows what he thinks, like in in his in the yeah, there's too many wheels turning all the time for him. 
and and this this is really the the internet polemics stuff is new right. to him it's new right. uh, uh and I, I think there's lots of people like that and i think conservatives tend to be to a fault ready to embrace people that have you know quote unquote join their side um with with so much they're like oh my i can't believe somebody famous agrees with us and then they get all they get all butterflies in their stomach and they're like oh, you know this is so great we're we're going to go you know skipping down the lane and then 5 months later they're like well he didn't he only agreed with us on this one thing and it turns out he disagrees with us on a thousand other things and so we're going to throw him out with the bathwater which is a distinct possibility if if he is bipolar right yeah. like you right. know like like um easy like Kanye West He's Kanye obvi- West is another one that is 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 very similar like that. You know, people jump on that bandwagon, and and then suddenly they're surprised when right he you know he's in a Looney Tunes gear, and I don't I don't have any specific problems with him other than the fact that I know that he doesn't agree with me on everything. Nobody does agree with me on everything, but that's a really so so what is it with these MAGA heads? All right, I mean you and I we're we have some we got our MAGA credentials right, but. Right. If you if you step off the reservation on any particular issue or say, yeah, I wonder if I wonder if Trump is really the right guy for 2024. I know that he was treated unfairly and didn't really get his job. All the things, but mm-hmm. is he our best shot in 2024? Is he the man to take us? They will just torch you. People will, and a truth you must get this a lot. Yeah, oh, if, if you ever suggest, I, I mean, you say you might. You, I don't know if you get it a lot because I don't. I don't know if you're saying that kind of thing. Well, I I don't I don't suggest that a lot because I I don't really I don't find it useful to to uh, say things I know that my followers are going to be really pissed off about that I don't know are true yet. Now, if if I've if I've come to a decision on something, then I will stick to my. Thing, but I don't like to. I don't like to just throw myself to the wolves over nothing. Like I don't know if Trump is the best candidate for 2024 yet. I I liked him in 2016. I liked him in 2020, and I liked lots of things he did. But we we have some we have some like reality issues going on too. Of how old is he going to be when it's time to run and. <laughs> What's it going to be like when he runs? All of those things, all of those things are unknown. Well, we know how old he's going to be. We don't know what, how his health is going to be. All those things. And I've said, anytime somebody asks me, "Is Trump going to run?" Which people do, constantly. Um, anytime that I've answered that question, it's always been, "I have no idea if he's going to run because two years is an eternity in politics, and especially for somebody as old as Trump is." Two years is the difference between being just fine and being Joe Biden. So <laughs> I, 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 it's answering that question is very hard. Um, but yes, it, it is part of what I was talking about a, a few minutes ago is that there is not the freedom to step outside of, of what, you know, current MAGA is without getting lots of arrows in your back 
and you know th- there was a there was a circumstance um this is a couple of months ago i think it was during the primary like uh kari lakes primary and there was a bunch of people saying uh some things about voting i think and and i just i just basically said can you show me what the voting fraud is right now like i know we we've, t- we've talked about 2020 and we we think we know about these different things but like you're just throwing it out there and you're saying that oh no i know what it was it was alaska there was a there alaska has like a, a special rules on on a it's like a three-tiered system of of how the, the this ranked voting or whatever and i was asking just a simple question of how is this cheating and people couldn't give me an answer on how it was cheating but they said it was cheating and there's a bunch of people that were, that were super mad they're just you know, how can you how can you deny it it's so clear and I'm like, well if it's so clear just explain it to me that how this is cheating and and nobody was really able to answer that question but if you even ask the question you get in trouble maybe let's not shoot to kill on this one maybe mm-hmm. let's not um maybe let's accept this acknowledgement by someone who we think of as a rhino mm-hmm. that we might be right on something without saying no you're a rhino you're you're impure you're never going to be right and people say no you see what the the democrats know the democrats know they know you never let your opponent off the ground once you have your you know your 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 knee on his neck you know they're they're they 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 shoot to kill they only fight to win and if you go to to a liberal's timeline they say the same exact thing they say the same exact right. thing and the fact of the matter is it is you have to be tactical because like you said you're never gonna agree with anyone all the way through that mitch connell right. he's right he's terrible mitch i don't McConnell. even agree 100 with last year me so right. That's <laughs> i don't right. know how i could find somebody that i agree with all the time if i can't even agree with myself over a couple of year time period so besides me of course and you you know that's well you I mean, and i that's are the obvious really but two sides of the same coin yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand. Well, I do understand because everything has become team sports now, and um, instead of what I'm always trying to to look at is what's the right thing to what's the right move, not necessarily which team is the right one. Now, I'm not going to go start voting for Democrats because I don't think they have any of the right, uh, really any of the right ideas about stuff, but within your own team there can be little splinter teams of things things these people are doing right things these people are doing right what's so wrong what can we do to wipe out libertarians then i mean because these are the guys <laughs> who, who with their little third party candidacies ruin so many potential victories for conservatives i mean is there, do you think there's anything that we given our our values can do to to temporarily incapacitate them uh, during the first. I, I don't know what we can do Neutron to fix bomb. anything. <laughs> I don't know what we can do to fix anything as as it as it pertains to parties because what I think the best way to govern the nation would be more parties, more choice, more party rocking. But I don't know the, how you, I don't know how you get to that point because. Every time that you have a splinter from one side, it weakens that side, and everyone knows that. In, in the the Green Party is a weakening point for the for the left, 
I mean, well, it's I not think, a huge weakening point. No, I think just, it's, I, you know, I mean, Ralph Nader was a long time ago. Um, well, they had, they had Jill, Jill Stein or whatever, this last go. Yeah, but I mean, I think really nobody knows what the hell she was doing. I, I, I mean, that was, that was, <laughs> that was some crazy stuff. Logan Cook, I have really had you on so long, but this is the f- fact is you're, you're really insightful besides the memes and the, and, and the creativity. You, you're, you're a really good political analyst. Do you, what, anything in the future, any way do you see to, you know, get back into the game, you know, forget about platforms and, and that kind of thing to kind of capture that well, value. You know, I've been, I've been doing some stuff, but you know, it's mostly sort of behind the scenes stuff. You know, I did some, I did some work for, um, for diamond and silk. I made like the, a new intro for their, their show and stuff like that. And I, I, I do things from time to time. Um, but I think there will be a time when I get more back into the swing of things. I, I honestly, I think it will have to do with platforms because part of uh, part of my issue is is that a lot of my muse and my my energy came from the platform and without it it's a lot harder for me it's it's just it's harder for me to get into it on the day to day and um i sort of need that that energy that that gets imparted to me um i think that's me telling you what I expect uh, would be a waste of time because I didn't expect any of this already. So we'll, I, I think, I think we'll see how it goes and where it goes from here. Cause I don't right. think I can imagine where it's going to go anyway. Well, it is, you know, it's, it's certainly, like you said, you, you, you're already playing with house money in many respects. You know, you've, you've, had, <laughs> right. you've had a lot, you've had a lot of fun and gotten to do a lot of things and gotten a lot of, I mean, obviously you know, obviously what people such as ourselves, which I immediately mean you and I, uh, we like to get attention. Oh, we, yeah, like, love- we like people to hear what we have to say and to engage with us. And we like the challenge of engaging with them. And, um, you know, it is an amazing time that at least we could, you know, we have the opportunity to do that kind of thing. Do you have a podcast? You don't even have a podcast. Well, I used to. You did, right? Um, I did, and then I, I think I think it went really well. I had really good guests, but I stopped w- really wanting to put the time in to get the good good guests. And I don't think I enjoyed. It. Like I, I think in the future, if I wanted to, I'd get a producer. I'd do all that stuff. I, I also didn't. I didn't enjoy producing it at the same time as I'm doing it all. I don't know. I think, I think there's some, some things I could do to rework it and maybe do that again, but it's not something that right now. Yeah. Hold on a second. Carpy. Mm -hmm. Carpy dunked him. Yes. Dunked him. Just arbitrary. I mean, sure. You've answered this a gazillion times. It's pretend Latin. It's pretend Latin. Carpy is real. Right. And and dunked him is the Latin for dunking. Isn't it? Isn't that actual? didn't the I Romans do a lot of dunking? I don't the, know that it's a, it's a real word at all, but it was supposed to, it was it was a pretend <laughs> oh, really? it was pretend Latin for donkey. So see seize that donkey. Seize that donkey. 
Thank you for allowing us to seize an hour of your time today, Logan Cook. No uh, problem. It's, it's great hooking up with you again after uh, after all this time. And um, let's stay more in touch. I think that we can have some more fun together. Thanks for thanks for culminating along. <laughs> thanks for having me, man. See ya. Hey, thank you for listening to the Coleman Nation podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, please rate it five stars and leave a review. For more information, please visit the show's website at coleman-nation.com. That's coleman-nation.com. Or you can visit my blog at likelihoodofconfusion.com. Join us next time on the Coleman Nation podcast and have a great day. Thank you.